This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a drama coach to be an IT guy. Yeah, I'm having trouble logging in. I'm not buying it. Say it again, this time with feeling. I can't log in? Come on, man. I want to feel your struggle. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Now, like your life depends on it. I can't log in. Yes, we'll make an actor out of you yet. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Listen to the West Ham Way podcast with Dave and X. Oi, oi. Hello and welcome to the West Ham Way podcast with myself, Dave Walker, an XWHU employee. This week we speak to our very own Dan Wofferden before getting news from X and answering questions from patrons of the West Ham Way. Dan the man, it's great to have you with us, mate. How are you keeping? Yeah, I'm all good, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Oh, mate, it's an absolute pleasure. And um, we want to start by talking about the business we've done so far. Um, Nyfig Word, what do you think of him? Really good player. Um, I was surprised actually at the time that more clubs didn't come in, come in for him. Um, obviously, Moroccan international has experience in in Liga Earn, he's been likened to uh, Virgil van Dijk, which is uh, big shoes to fill. But in terms of quality, what you get him getting to partner Kurt Zuma, obviously Craig Dawson was in there last season, did a stellar job. I thought was very good in the absence of Angelo Agbona. But again, you get in recovery pace, you get in confidence on the ball in terms of last season at Rennes, he used to switch the play to Habib Traore, their right back a lot. That was a formula that worked very well in terms of getting in behind defences and stuff like that. So in terms of quality, he's an all-round good defender. He's a bit slow initially to uh, get off the mark in terms of his pace, but once he gets going over long distances, I'm sure you got, you, you guys have both seen the clips of him um, on social media. He is, he is lightning quick. So I think we've got a very good defender there. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I think it's the pace that really um, you know, impressed me with those videos. So, yeah, I think it's spot on there, mate. And on to our second signing, which was Ariola. How do you rate that business? And do you think he'll start as number one? That's a tough question. You put me on the spot there. Um, I think he should. I think he should, personally. Um, Fabianski's been a safe pair of hands consistently for West Ham for a number of seasons. He's probably been our best keeper since... 
Robert Green, arguably, in my opinion. So it's difficult. Um, I think last year Fabianski kept us in a lot of games. He won us a few points here and there. But then again, he made a few mistakes where he lost us some points. Um, every keeper makes a mistake. But him potentially as well, now that he's getting older, he's late 30s, I would possibly look to just take him out of the equation a little bit more, introduce Ariola more. Obviously, he's had Premier League experience with Fulham. He has uh, Champions League experience with Paris Saint-Germain as in terms of this signing, it was pretty much a no-brainer for me. Under £10 million, you're getting a good keeper, good age, good potential. I mean, so that save, guys, he made against um, Ennesri last season. Mm. Yeah, pretty much won that severe game for us, didn't it? It was an unbelievable save, the way he kind of was going one way and then shifted the other to get a hand on it because it was a good strike, by the way. Ennesri made a, a really good connection on that shot. So I think it's a no-brainer. I'm, I'm really happy to see him back. And I know fans were calling for maybe Nick Pope or other alternatives. But for me, in terms of Ariola fitting into the dressing room, the characteristics that Moyes really likes and has a lot of emphasis on, uh, he knows what Ariola's like already as a player. So for me, that was a no-brainer. Mm. Well, that brings us to our last signing, or the latest signing, should I say, which is Flynn Downs. Do you like him? I like him, yeah. I like what I've seen of him. It was uh, it was a bit out of the bloom, wasn't it? Or as always, mm. reliably reported by X. Mm. Uh, and you guys on paging and what you do and yeah he um i know obviously palace were were keen on him um but in terms of what i covered on twitter the the potential you're getting with him the age the fact that he's a west ham fan as well i think in the championship for swansea he was in a double pivot with matt grimes and under russell martin they had this emphasis on playing attractive football and keeping possession and flynn downs whilst he could uh have more working possession and his final for productivity. I think in terms of aggression, what you get in as well, in terms of his confidence, picking up the ball from deep in front of that defensive line, just happily sitting, I think it would complement Declan Rice really well. Um, so Flynn Downs, I think, is a very good signing for the potential, the age, uh, the characteristics he brings to the football club. And again, that eagerness to transition to the Premier League and the Championship and really prove a point like we've seen with Jared Bowie. And how much of a loss do you think Mark Noble is to the squad now? Huge. Um, I think a lot of people obviously say about Noble's characteristics over the years, but as well, I think what speaks volumes is that under so many managers in the Premier League under West Ham, he's been picked under. He's been an ever-present, um, fantastic footballer, not been blessed with pace at all. Um, he's never had that attribute, but in terms of his confidence on the ball, his leadership skills, his all-round game... Um, Noble's a big blow, but as well for sure in the dressing room is a big blow. But I think Flynn Downs, I'm not comparing them both, but I think Flynn Downs is a similar kind of player in terms of he has that bite in his game, his confidence to pick up the ball. He's obviously a West Ham fan as well, so it is a huge blow. But um, I'm sure we're proactively looking for replacements to try and fill that void. There's been some speculation over Suchek's future. Would you let him go? No. No, I wouldn't. Um, Thank you, Tan. Thank you. Yeah, unless we got a very <laughs> sizable, sizable offer, um, like you know, more than fifty million quid, which would be stupid. I wouldn't let him go personally because, although with Suchek, he's not great on the ball. We can all admit that. Um, I think I don't know what you guys think. I think sometimes his passing's wayward. He, he's not really known as a ball carrier. I think what you're getting off the ball in terms of his work rate, his importance from set pieces. Um, overall, I think Suchek is still a very important squad player for West Ham. And I still, at the moment, unless a 
better player comes in like Amadou Onana, I still would start Suchet next to Rice, um, personally. That is a golden Yeah, I love Dan's composure as well, as if yeah, he was just genuinely is. speaking to the real Tomasucci. He barely acknowledged it. But, uh, <laughs> of time, I've, I've listened to this podcast and um, I've been laughing in the car for about 10 minutes straight. <laughs> yeah, about five, six times. <laughs> so, so, Thomas, how do you feel about Dan's kind words? Yeah, he said I know very good on the ball, which is bollocks, really. <laughs> he sounds like you. You have an agenda against me. <laughs> Fuck everybody. <laughs> I fucking hammer of the year. How many hammer of the years have you two won? <laughs> Fuck all. Fucking, you don't even play for West Ham. I don't sit here and judge you. Pricks. They need to scrub up on the uh, the Czech boys need to scrub up on the fashion choice as well. Did you see that uh, picture of Kufal in the train? I did. Yeah. Oh, oh dear, it was quite quite unique. I I can't get over how this tried to start as a serious interview. But anyway, I don't, literally don't know where to go from this. But um, uh, um, nice, haven't you a bit? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's gone off track, but um, just, just to rein it back in, how, how how many more players do you think we need to sign, and in what positions? I think we need five, five more. Um, sorry, I keep laughing though. I think I think a striker is obviously a priority. Uh, ever since Sebastian Haller left, um, he was obviously a good player in the wrong system. I think Antonio's had a lot of workload, and whilst he gets criticism. Mikel Antonio, I think the fact that he didn't start as a centre-forward, I think the price tag we got him for for Nottingham Forest all those years ago, I think he's been a very good signing. Obviously, the club's record goal scorer. Um, sometimes he can be incredibly frustrating or fantastic. There's no in-between, is there? But I think he's done a stellar job. But I think now that we have the opportunity while it's there, I think we need to sign someone that can reduce that workload a bit, that has similar characteristics. So my first choice would be Armando Brogia. Um, who's also Moise's top target as well. Um, I think in terms of Brogia, obviously a lot of people are concerned about his goal return and assist. I think he got six goals last season, zero assists, which, yeah, I, I understand because the striker's main responsibility is to score goals uh, and provide assists. But I thought that the time, I don't know about you guys, the two times he played us last season, Craig Dawson never had much of a problem. He was fantastic all year against strikers. Uh, especially in the Europa League as well. But against Armando Brogia, he couldn't really deal with him. Um, he really struggled and he gave away that penalty. And then when Brogia came on in the Cup as well, he was a real handful, scored that good goal. Um, so I think in terms of effectiveness in transition, you've got the pressing as well from the front, which he offers. Um, you've got build-up play. He can create chances from nothing as well, this guy. He's, he's got good creativity um, in terms of hold-up play. You can refine some technical aspects of his game, like his finishing and his passing, but in terms of a similar mold to Antonio, 20 years old, 30 million, I think you're buying for potential and you're potentially as well getting a lot of resale value there. So I think he could be an absolute monster in a few years' time. Yeah, I know. He's shown a lot of promise, hasn't he? And uh, the fact that he seems to be leaning towards us as well, he's getting everyone excited. So let's uh, let's hope that deal happens. Let's talk about some of the youngsters, Dan. Is there anyone in particular that you think should be given a chance this season? 
I like Connor Coventry. Uh, I've got a funny story about that, actually. I was in Portugal a few weeks ago at this resort, um, and my dad said, oh, you'll never guess who I've bumped into. And I went, who, who, who? And I was uh, putting guesses out there. And he said Connor Coventry, because a few years ago when we were there as well, uh, we were in a restaurant with him, chatting to him about his aspirations. And he's a really down-to-earth, nice lad. He was at this resort with his mates, uh, left a few days later because he wanted to go back early in, in pre-season training. Um, but... I really like his character. I think the other day he played well. And no, you can't really judge Ben against a second-rate Swiss side like that. But I think he's got the qualities um, in midfield. So I'd like to see more of him. I like Elise as well, the centre-back. Um, in terms of Angelo Bonner's replacement, maybe going forward, the club might be looking at that. I'm not saying it'll be as good, but he's certainly got a lot of potential and he's shown that in the Europa League last season as well. So... Um, there's plenty available, obviously, as well. Oko Flex, um, whose goal return last season was very good for the under 23s. So, but I'd like to see him maybe go on loan and a few of them go on loan to really develop, get that taste of regular first team football and the physicality of the English league. And then maybe we'll see them in the future. Yeah, um, very true, mate. Um, and how important do you think it is for Deccan Rice? Uh, sorry, how important do you think it is that we keep Deccan Rice this season? Massively important. He he's, he's the absolute linchpin uh, to this football club. He He's everything in terms of what he offers offensively and defensively, his leadership qualities. I mean, you mentioned Noble before, X. I think Declan Rice will be taking that responsibility on a bit um, in terms of what Noble will bring. Noble will still be around, but I think it's important for Rice now, and Noble would have taught him this, to really take the reins in terms of the leadership, get into the young lads and... And Dex shown that last season as well. Um, so it's hugely important to build the team around him initially. Um, there's no doubt in the future he will inevitably leave. I think it's always been a question of when, not if, with Dex leaving the club. But if we can show ambition this summer, which we, which we, it looks like we're doing so far um, in terms of assessing targets, bringing them in and negotiating and build that, them, them targets around him, I think he might turn around next season. There's no reason why he might turn around and say, oh, you know, I'll stay for another year because this club's going up and up and up. Um, and the last two seasons, we've been really consistent. So you never know. With a few more very smart signings and bolstering the squad this summer, and we have a great season next year and potentially win the Conference League and then um, get into another European competition and finish well in the league or maybe even win a cup, Rice might turn around and say, you know, I'll hang around for another year. Oh, God, let's hope so. Uh, are you feeling confident about this coming season, Dan? I am, yeah. I think I think there's a lot of teams around us that are, are strengthening um, in particular. But in terms of the list of signings we need to sign, I think we need to sign another winger. Uh, I like Cliver, attacking midfielder. Central midfielder as well, and the left back, um, I, in my opinion, is what I think we need. But if we get them in, I'm very confident. If we don't, I'll be slightly underwhelmed in terms of not backing David Moyes. I know we don't. You know, it's easy to say this and targets we might go for might not be available um, or this, that and the other. But yeah, I, I, I'm confident if we can get business done and bolster the squad. We've made some good signings so far. It's important we, you know, West Ham try and carry that on. Um but no, yeah, I'm fairly confident. Mm. What about you, X? 
Uh, yeah, I think I think we'll do well. As as Dan said, it is all about the players that we bring in because at the moment I think the squad's too light, um, and obviously with a European campaign plus the other domestic um, trophies, we've got to really bring in some players. But assuming that we do bring in players, another three or four players, and that some of the youth are given a chance as well. That um, yeah, I, I'd say we'll, I'd say we'll have a similar season to last season and hopefully go that one step better and actually get to a final or something. Yeah, I agree with that. And what's quite interesting is when we spoke to uh, Mad Dog and we was talking about how many players potentially we needed to bring in and we're kind of floating it around the sort of 10 mark with the um, exception of the players that we have actually signed so far. And uh, I remember saying to him, we can't be too far off that mark because if you look at the players we needed and the players that um, are coming to the end of their contracts, I said, you've got to be looking in the region of eight or nine players. And he made a good point, to be fair to him. He said, right, well, let's go through who has actually left the football club. And then we did. And he said, well, how many of them actually played? How many of them actually contributed? How many of those players were good enough to seriously compete against the starting eleven? And I think he's right. And I think what's absolutely key now is that we're bringing in players, not just to make the numbers up, but to actually compete for first-team football. And like Dan says, and I agree, if we can bring in another, say, five, I think that would be um, that would be really good because they will be players that are not just making up the numbers. They'll be players to compete week after week. And I think healthy competition is good for so many different reasons, you know. So I do feel quite confident. Um, but famous last words. <laughs> we'll wait and see. But, Dan, it's been a pleasure, mate. Always uh, good chatting to you. Keep up the good work and we'll speak to you again soon. Thanks, guys. I wanted to say as well, keep up the great work. Obviously, X, I'm, uh, I'm delighted for you and your family, the recent news. And I think the right. service you guys continue to provide for £5 a month um, is incredible. So keep it up. And thanks for having me on. Appreciate that. Right, it's that time again. Geico presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me. Our thoughts are like the ocean. Our thoughts are like the ocean. Our thoughts create our reality. Our thoughts create our reality. We're thinking Geico offers claim service 24-7 with personalised attention from an assigned team. Geico offers claim service? Um, I wasn't thinking that. We think it and it becomes our reality. So, uh, what about washboard abs? Let's give it a go. Think really hard. Okay, abs, abs, abs. Yep, keep thinking. To manifest more Geico in your life, go to geico.com. It's Macy's Labor Day sale, so gear up as summer cools down with 30% off timeless looks from Levi's and specials like 30 to 50% off statement making shoes for her and 60% off luggage from Samsonite and more. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and get an extra 20% off more great deals. Plus, Star Rewards members can earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Going on now. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.